0: Hello.
1: Hi. Why'd <laughs> you say, oh man?
0: Well, because I I realized that uh, I might need to adjust the audio for the intro now. Oh, look, like got a new, loud. We got <laughs> a new setup, more things, more toys. So you should Boys. be able to hear us loud and clear. Loud. <laughs> it is another week, another magical theory. We did it. Two weeks in a row. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Barely made it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is that is true. Winston is currently on my. I'm his pillow. I'm his bed.
1: Yeah, right here. He's just a little bud. He's a little munchkin, a Winnie.
0: Aww, what a little puppy! You love Magical Theory Live now because you can snug on He the, loves
1: the couch. He loves when it. We're both on it. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Even though, if you're on it and he's on it, and I'm gonna come in here, he gets a little grumpy because I have to move him. He's usually he where pretty I'm trying grumpy. to sit. Yeah. And he doesn't move on his own. <laughs> he <laughs> refuses to move on his own. He will not do it. Oh,
0: my goodness.
1: Uh Yeah, we, we uh, did a Bad Plants after show yesterday night. And then we went to uh, a little brewery, which was pretty fun. Yep.
0: Just
1: hung out. And then we went
0: to some live music down. Yeah, Listen to the, some live music. It's not, I was going to say the street. It's not a street. It's part of the same complex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was fun.
1: It was fun. Otherwise, pretty standard week, I think.
0: Yeah, we always have standard it's like weeks here.
1: The week, just
0: nothing super.
1: It was Monday. Then it was Tuesday. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday.
0: You sound like Jeshi. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm basically Jeshi now.
0: Well. All right.
1: Do you want to go? Just are you go ready? Into are, it? Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. You didn't. Yes, that's perfect. Yeah. One's ready. ready. Okay, turn to page three ni- 349, <laughs> Mooney Wormtail Padfoot and Prongs. Today's lesson is called Unintended Consequences,
0: mm.
1: a synopsis. The chapter begins with our trio thinking Lupin is out of his mind. <laughs> he tries to calm them and Sirius Black down so he can tell them how it is possible that Scabbers is actually Peter Pettigrew. He begins the story by describing his experiences as a young child bitten by a werewolf. When Dumbledore becomes headmaster at Hogwarts, he extends an invitation to Lupin to join. To alleviate the risk Lupin posed on harming anyone during his transformation, Dumbledore planted the Whomping Willow and created the Tunnel to the Shrieking Shack, where Lupin was placed before he transformed and remained until he was back to human. Lupin made friends at Hogwarts, Sirius Black, Peter Pettigrew, and James Potter.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they discovered what was happening to him and learned how to transform, each into a different animagus to accompany their friend during his werewolf transformations. Just as Lupin got to telling the group about how Snape distrusted Lupin even now, after having been rescued from an attack, Snape reveals himself.
0: Dun, dun, dun. I feel like I say that every, at the end of every time you really the, the... analysis. Like, yeah, because it's like, what?
1: Especially late in the books. Like, the, the, the yeah. chapters tend to end the same. So,
0: yeah, this chapter was only, like, 10 pages long. Yeah. It was very short.
1: Yeah, because you um, wanted to end it with Snape.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, because I remember last week you were mentioning um, how it – you thought that this was all part of the same chapter. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I think that I like that this is a separate chapter. It mm. like kind of emphasizes the importance of this particular story um even though there there are still somewhat gaps because there there are elements that we don't know, but we know we know like a big arc of story. Um
1: mm-hmm.
0: I so my quote actually came relatively quickly. It was on page 351. And you kind of talked about it in the, in the synopsis, but Harry looked down at Ron and as their eyes met, they agreed silently. Black and Lupin were both out of their minds. It's just so funny because Ron is like screaming. He's just, well, because it's like, I'm imagining it's like the awkward silence for a moment. And then he just like blurts out like, no, you're, you know, you're mental. You're both mental. You guys are maniacs. Yeah, you're maniacs. You're (laughs) (laughs) You're maniacs. Like, what's wrong with you? That that whole beginning was so funny to me because, um, well, actually, in the little description for the the live stream, it, I said something like a werewolf Animagi, and a magi and some confused teenagers because they're still very confused, as are we, for, like reading for the first time, being like, uh, yeah, what,
1: yeah. It's funny to have it punctuated. I so I agree with you about breaking up the story uh into different chapters is very useful and like it punctuates certain aspects of it like Snape's involvement and sort of who mm. Lupin actually is is really useful. Yeah. To learn here because really like this is another time where I don't think I knew Lupin was a werewolf until Hermione says it. It's not when I first read the book. It's not like I think I don't think I had sussed well, it up.
0: Yeah, why would you make that connection?
1: Well, there there is the, the obvious where, like, well, Snape comes in and...
0: Oh, I was going to say his name, but yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, okay, fine.
1: But a lot well, of people have interesting names in these books. <laughs> it,
0: yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, I love Hermione. Sure. Like, speaking of Hermione. Sure. so Because, okay, so there's this whole thing. And so they're... Ron and Harry are having their own moment where they're like, no, this these people not who I thought Lupin's not who I thought he was <laughs> you yeah, know that's but... I feel like that's what Harry's thinking
1: yeah
0: and Hermione is like this she actually does this a lot because she has done this in the previous two books where she's kind of like the logical like Let's look at the details. I have more information than more you. Information we, well, she knows more because she studies she seeks it out. And the other two don't the other two, Harry and Ron are always just like, what? Yeah. And everybody's <laughs> like, let me give you my book report on. <laughs> yes. Um, so I say Animagus, like the movie, and I say animagi for the plural. So I know I'm I'm splitting both types of pronunciations okay. with the G, but the the she was talking about um how it was impossible for peter Pettigrew to be an animagus because she's
1: lawful good because she yes
0: hermione is lawful because (laughs) it's so like cutely naive of like youth being like oh well if, like, if you're going through the sequence, it's like, well, the ministry has a law. You have to register. Or is it a law? I think it's a law. Right. Where you have to register. So, therefore, all should be registered and Peter Pettigrew is not registered yes. because there's Despite
1: the fact uh-huh. that Sirius Black is also an Animagus <laughs> and just revealed himself to be an unregistered Animagus to them. They still yeah. are trouble believing it.
0: Yeah, well, I I wonder if they if Sirius is just still in a different category of like I don't know what to do with you because you were in Azkaban and you're just like this
1: maybe you learned it there
0: mysterious like I don't even know like I don't even think they know much about Sirius and they're kind of like we'll deal with you later once we figure (laughs) out this other thing first but yeah so McGonagall is one and there are six unidentified I search well okay I didn't go that. Deep, but in my like uh, first round of searching for who are these other six, there's mm. it's not listed. It's no, there's nothing no canonical names. about yeah mm. about who they are. But obviously, there. You think are...
1: Dumbledore is one.
0: Okay, good thing that you brought that up because so then I went to the Wizarding World, which has some articles um, about animagi, and so you have to register. So that's that's mm-hmm. point number one that was revealed to us. Otherwise, you go to Azkaban, which. My question with that was like, why would you, why would you register? But I guess Azkaban seeming as scary as it is, uh, I guess that might threaten people. It kind of makes me wonder which came first of like, wait, what I happens.
1: just thought of another unregistered anime, guess that we will find out later. Is it
0: a reporter for the yes. Daily Prophet? Yeah. So yeah, she was in all <laughs> sorts of stuff uh, when I was looking stuff up. Okay, so, but going down, um, there's, like, this little article about McGonagall, especially okay. because she's the only known from the series. Named that Named yeah. one, yeah. Um, and she learned how to become an Animagus from Dumbledore, who was her Transfiguration teacher. And so, oops, I just, sorry for everyone where I bogged my mic. So the, there's like speculation about whether or not he himself is one. So the, mm. the actual quote from the article says, under the guidance of her inspirational mm. transfiguration teacher, Albus Dumbledore, she had managed to become, yeah, this is the official wizarding world uh, language. So <laughs> uh, she had managed to become an animagus. Her animal form is a tabby cat. So we, yep. yeah, we know that we we've seen it. Um, and was logged in the Ministry of Magic's anime registry. Mm. So like i was i was actually on reddit uh, for a few threads and it was kind of funny because there's nothing confirmed that suggests that he is one but a lot of people are like well why wouldn't he be one he's like one of the most powerful wizards yeah. ever and there's a theory a fan theory that he his because another element is that you don't choose your animagus form okay It is mostly based on personality, and it's really likely that your Patronus and Animagus would be the same, Um, though Mm -hmm. there is not much known on what happens if your Patronus changes. We know Patronus, a Patronus can change, but we don't know if that means that your Animagus form changes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. But all of these things are very rare. It's rare to have the the Patronus change as well. Like, it has to take something very
1: profound yeah
0: yeah uh so a fan theory is that dumbledore's animagus form oh no do we know we do we know his patronus form
1: i don't think so no
0: there's a theory that his animagus form is a goat Hmm. and that the goat animagus form of dumbledore uh tortured or uh trolled aberforth and just like because aberforth has a thing with goats you know
1: yeah, but I I think we know Aberforth is a goat.
0: His Patronus is a goat.
1: Yes. You what know what I thought we be interesting animagi? is if like what if Dumbledore's is like a snake? <laughs> that would be kind of interesting. Um, but yeah,
0: yeah. So we don't know about Dumbledore, but it is something that seems like I don't know. It seems like he should be.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or He's- I mean, at least he yes, he definitely could be. But I could see him not necessarily bothering. To actually do it himself, but maybe he knows enough to like help somebody learn. So the try. process
0: is very, very uh, difficult. They talk about and challenging. it in the chapter, yeah, yeah, and it's. I I just feel like Dumbledore. At least younger Dumbledore, I think older Dumbledore has learned some lessons through his life, and we mm-hmm. know a little bit about his younger self in like the times of Grindelwald. But mm-hmm. um, I think that a younger Dumbledore would not be able to resist the challenge of, mm-hmm. "Hey, this is this is a difficult thing, and it's dangerous, and it could go wrong and have very dire consequences." I don't think that he would. I think he would just do it he for probably the sake of doing it. it with, you know, with
1: Grindelwald. Yeah. Mm.
0: Oh my gosh! Now so many questions. Mm. There, so here's the thing: there's probably the like millions—not millions, but like so many unregistered. In Imagine, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I would suspect there's
1: probably a lot. Yes,
0: because well, because the other thing I was thinking about is that there's a werewolf registry, right?
1: Mm.
0: Is it a werewolf? I think there's a werewolf registry. Mm. There's like multiple forms of registries because I remember right. we read in Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them the the actual like little, uh, the one written by Commander. Scamander. Mm-hmm. Um, that he was that there is this you know the history of it. There's this involvement, and then there's like the the ways that we classify different beings and like who's right. a beast and all this stuff. And I would I would just imagine in general that I I guess Probably what I'm thinking about when, what I'm thinking about is like I don't know. There's a lot of stuff and perhaps past history with the wizarding within the wizarding world that would make me reluctant, even if I were an animagus, to actually put my name forward to be on a registry. Like, this right. is this person, and this is their form, and whatever, right? Right, because I don't know. Do yeah. we ever fully trust the Ministry of Magic,
1: even I doubt with, it, even
0: with Hermione Granger, current day <laughs> minister?
1: I doubt <laughs> it, no, I doubt
0: it. No. especially you know, Hermione Granger, who's a uh, spoiler alert for Wizards United, just, veritaseruming just people yeah. <laughs> to get the truth out of them, yeah. Um, transfiguration and animagi are different so the example was victor crumb turning his head into a shark or whatever whatever it was that he did Mm -hmm. um transfiguration is a form of spell casting right becoming an animagus is forever right it's a thing a a thing that changes you um yeah i think that was that was mostly oh um okay so the only other thing that i well there are a couple other things. One is you don't adopt the light the new the lifespan of the animal you embody. So this actually ties back to Scabbers of like right. Scabbers a uh, 12-year-old rat like right. come on.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Something's weird. Yes. Which I do feel bad for Ron. Having this, like you know, his whole life just turns. Oh. I know, like your your best friend. I don't your, think your bad pet, even
1: really hits it. It's like your, this is mad. He's
0: devastated. Well, he's de- he will be devastated, but I th- yeah, he is. This is in the denial. Like this is too absurd to it be is a very possibility. Absurd. Yeah, it's
1: very absurd. <laughs> so it, it's very realistic that they're just like yeah. No, these people are. They're just wrong. Yeah, they've lost it. Mm hmm. I mean, even Lupin's story, like. Yeah, Yeah, let's talk about
0: the story because I have I have some like that is a story. Oh, my goodness. I don't have many thoughts, just like general reactions. It is. There's
1: not too much to say about it, I suppose, other than like it's clearly that it is the chapter is him telling this part of that story Mm -hmm. and filling in. I love of course, the parts that I love like as a budding writer are the ways that like all the pieces in the book come together now. So it's like Almost. you got well, right, right. But yeah, they're yeah. starting to like yeah, it's yeah. it's different aspects of the book all kind of moving together. So you got the Whomping Willow, you got the Shrieking Shack, you got the tunnels, you got the map. Yeah. You got, the, you know, you got the werewolf, you got the moon. Well, it comes
0: together, but then it's like there's so much more to all of these things that we still yeah. haven't it's fully uncovered. It's the
1: interpersonal uncovered. dynamics that, yeah, so she links all the sort of like inanimate stuff pretty nicely. Yeah. But the the interpersonal stuff really pulls it all together because it's like well oh okay like these guys were friends yeah they were friends like that's where everything starts
0: I, yeah i so one of the things i wrote down was that i think i'm trying to think about so these are teenagers right right they're kids and i'm think i i was thinking about my childhood relationships and then like for so I we've talked about like different types of friends and like so my my friendships in growing up were mostly like cycles. So it was like basically depending on what year it was, who was in my class and whatever, I would mm. have like a new best friend or like I, I never really had a core friend group that persisted. I mean, a little bit in high school, but it, it wasn't like a very long term thing. So like the thought of me imagining myself in this position where like one of my friends is a werewolf i'm going to commit three years to learning to learning how you to know, be an it Animagus. really helps
1: that it's a residential school yes it does because that the was the other room mm-hmm, yeah they slept mm-hmm. in the same room
0: but still like you would have to to make that commitment to another person and be like yeah. i'm gonna do this permanent thing yep. that could be deadly could it could go, could go, really go very bad, bad. Yeah. and do this for you because i value as a friend like that I, it's it was very just noble. like, oh my gosh dagger to my heart That's nice. so sweet yeah
1: yeah <laughs> yeah and and mm-hmm. the fact that it's sweet you're probably yes. gonna say yep. makes it all the more sour yes that this has happened well, whatever yeah, so it's we're no, about to discover either Sirius like, betrayed them mm-hmm. or
0: two ends. that's why lupin's life is so tragic
1: and yeah. that's why Lupin is most like Harry for oh me. Like, there's gosh. so many similarities. There, he's a kid. Yeah. His life is tragic. Yeah. But so... he still finds joy. He still mm-hmm. survives. He is a survivor. Well.
0: So you, okay. Okay. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so you start, yeah. So you start from that place. And then, and, and this is like what I was mentioning before with like gaps you start Hmm. there and now your present day where years and years later you have someone who was accused of murdering one of his best friends sent to azkaban
1: yeah
0: and not only that but whatever happened in between that and here now uh you have he actually wants to murder his one of his best friends childhood friends yes and like so the there's it's so it's so intriguing basically because it's like oh there's there's so much more that happened and then throwing snape in the mix and it's Mm like wait a second wait Mm -hmm. a second Mm -hmm. there's a lot more and well it's
1: it's one of the most brilliant things going on in the whole series which is that you put the series is about harry and his friends in school Mm -hmm. but there's these dips in and out of other people as kids at school yep. and in particular his parents generation mm-hmm. including Snape, yeah is really useful that snape wasn't older or younger yeah. even lucius was there at the same time as them yeah like it just changes the dynamics because you see the generational sort of that it mirrors each other
0: like yeah well, it's funny. So becoming
1: an outcast.
0: Last week on um, Props Play, we were playing D anD D, uh, and we were talking. We were talking about, or we were introducing uh, one of our our profs. Um He wasn't there, mm. and we were introducing his character. And so we were doing it from our character's perspective. And so one of the things that I like referenced was this, like, you know, this this moment when you realize that your parents are just people. Mm-hmm. And so like I feel like that that's sort of like an important part of growing up. So like as kids, like, especially these three, uh, Snape is like just their mean teacher. Right. But then to bring it in of being like, but Snape is more than that. He's a person who also went through Hogwarts. And not just right. that, but it has this more personal connection to you than you might have thought because yeah he
1: well, and, interacted and, with and your And it's parents, interesting you know? because it's something that Harry doesn't necessarily get to do, really. Like, his parents are such hey. idealized versions of people to uh-huh. him that actually most of the time, and Snape is usually the foil for this, when he has to confront the reality of who his parents were, in particular his dad. Yeah. Like, you, he, um, he actually usually rejects it. He's like, well, no, there's a different explanation or that's just a flat out lie.
0: Yeah, it's definitely like that uh, self-protection because, I mean, so Harry, because what happened to Harry was so tragic, Mm. he lost, both of his parents were murdered when he was a baby. Yes. Like to hold on to... the idealized form of them like it would be too painful not only is it that your parents are flawed and this is how and what we'll find out about his dad and snape and all of that later but also your parents are still dead you know it's like it's too painful to even like go down that path i think for him even though i I think that like over the course of the series harry will mature as as we might expect
1: yeah and the fact is like When people reminisce with Harry who knew his parents, Mm -hmm. with the exception of Snape, they always talk about the best aspects of them. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, you know, also natural, but like it's a it's an interesting part of Harry's dynamic and why Snape, I mean, Snape is terrible to Harry. There's just no way around that fact. But it makes it even harder, I think, for him to really like Snape because Every time Snape talks about his parents, you know, he's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. well, with the, I mean, James in particular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: What I, what I like about this sort of, like, reveal in the, I mean, sometimes I feel like this is, like, too dramatic of, like, oh, well, Snape is there and he's listening with the invisibility cloak and he's like, yeah, he answers for the, the, the question of, well, Snape doesn't like you because he thought you were involved in this prank or whatever. Right. Which, right. um. So sometimes I'm like, this is too dramatic. It's over the top, whatever. But at the same time, it's quite theatrical. It's jolting in a way to be like, oh wait, and then like quickly replay any sort of previous interactions that we have read with Mm. Lupin and Snape, Mm. and have that now as a a new way to frame or like make sense of what what might have been, what might they have actually been feeling, or like with that. History or that flavor of history that yep. they have together, yep. uh,
1: and we'll see. Lupin and Snape are more complicated. Even so, their even relationship is even so is more complicated. When we see different things, different memories and things about that, Lupin was more reserved. That really like Sirius and James were like the bullies, yeah, um, and Lupin was kind of. Peter wasn't the bully, but he was like the cheerleader of the bullies. And Lupin Mm -hmm. was much more of like the, uh, you know, I don't know. And in part, it's probably because he is a werewolf. Yeah. And so he knows the like being the kind of odd person out.
0: Yeah. So Lupin talking about himself also made me very like, uh, I know that we love Dumbledore. Oops, I keep doing this. We love Dumbledore, but, like, the whole, like, Dumbledore being there for, like, his, yeah, so you're pointing out the relationship with Dumbledore. But, like, him, um, Dumbledore basically going out of his way to be, like, let's put this tree here yep. and, you, of course, you should come to Hogwarts. Like, there's no Mind reason not me. to. Yeah. yeah. And to hire him because he's talking about, like, I mean, we saw that at the beginning of last chapter or whenever it was when Ron's, like, you're a werewolf. Like, whatever. Like, get away from me, werewolf. Like, that yep. sort of thing. Yep. And him voicing out loud that like he has trouble finding work, like people don't want to be around him. He yep. like struggles with this stuff and whatever stigma, the stigma, mm-hmm. the discrimination, all of that, uh, for him to be dealing with that. And of co- yeah, of course, of course. Like okay, yep. I guess there are different kinds of options. Like if you want, if I want to go like dichotomy, you could be like resent the world, like everyone is awful, like hate everything or you could become this you know hyper empathetic like caring person like care. Yeah. <laughs>
1: like yes yes, yes.
0: Yeah. yeah yes.
1: that you do you you do understand the the human journey of like bad things happen to you and there okay yes there's a maybe a bunch of spokes of pathways that you could go down but what you just described i think is a useful choice and it is a choice like yep. you, you if if you if you grieve If you think about things deeply Mm -hmm. and then make the choice to say like, "Okay, these bad things happened, but this is what I'm going to do now instead of letting them sort of consume you. Right. Because you even get to like when we learn more and more about Voldemort and like bad things happen to him as well, Mm -hmm. but his he doesn't make any sort of he makes all selfish choices.
0: Yeah, it's it's interesting. So, like, Lupin...
1: And Dumbledore's in between there.
0: Oh, yeah. I was going to say something about Dumbledore, but I lost my train of thought because L- Lupin is such a great person to talk about. Lupin, um, obviously, because of the, the root word, like, mm-hmm. to me, like, uh, connected with lupus, like, I, I think a lot about, like, when you have um, a chronic condition, it's mm-hmm. forever. So, like, you you have to you have to deal with it over and over mm-hmm. and over and over and over, you know? And it, it's it's a very like, because it, it is like a permanent so, sort of like um, thing to always be processing. And so the only way to get through that uh, not that it's perfect it, like the journey to get to some sort of insight or like the it changes the way that you see the world I th- mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. and because uh, even talking to other people from my stream team on Glitchco like everyone has similar experiences of saying like I'm more empathetic because like you have to deal with something right for for a long time and you have to make sen- you have to constantly keep making sense of it and reorienting and keep uh keep going with but, it
1: but do you do you find that it was that there have been times when you're making a conscious choice between like being hard and cold because of it and like becoming more empathetic
0: I don't know if it's conscious conscious anymore and hmm. I, I it's hard to put myself back in like the early like stages of like making because it, it feels more because it's like regular and happens a lot when I like process you know, what I, what I experience. And then, especially because I teach a lot of people. Yeah. And so like my, for me professionally, my empathy plays out in my, my teaching mm. much more. And it's much more obvious to me, not that I was like drastically different uh, before, but to me, it's notice. I guess my thought process, my train of thought is different because it's uh backed by my my lived experience uh, now. Right. And uh, so I don't, I think that it's more automatic. Like I, I don't think about it. It's just like, okay, this is my reaction. Um, and I do know that, I mean, I'm not perfect, obviously. So sometimes like I actually, I, I do like act in, in more like uh, uh, rigid ways than I usually would, you know, it's the sort of like treat others how you would want to mm-hmm. be treated. And mm-hmm. so part of like, I think my, my default more is to be more uh, flexible with people uh, regardless of like, it doesn't matter if, cause I, 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 don't think that my students all have lupus obviously, but like, it, and it doesn't matter if they have uh, chronic illnesses or anything like that. But just in general, just the, like from a philosophical standpoint of like what you value, how you see the world, uh, what matters. I think that, that to me is the biggest change was like, what, what actually matters and those things being different, even even though I would like to, to th- I would, I would imagine Lupin was probably already a good person. Like even though he was bitten by, like as a kid, right. so that even makes it like a longer term thing of like from childhood even through adulthood, yeah. having to deal with uh, being a werewolf. And do we? We we learn about no we We do learn learn a couple more details yeah 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 okay
1: oh yeah okay because I
0: didn't I wanted to be like that's also
1: very sad if you think about his parents I mean like yeah it's crazy yeah it's really sad because yeah we will learn more later in a later book yeah 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 and so I'm you know I would be happy kind of ending the discussion on Dumbledore who's dumbledore, about to become yes, an even yes. more integral part he he's um it's not only that he seeks out lupin as a kid to come to hogwarts he does it again as an adult right here in this year to have him come and be a professor yep so somehow dumbledore recognizes something in lupin now, early, obviously, he wouldn't have a no in Lupin when he invited him to be a kid. So that was a very principled decision. Yeah. At this point, it was more like this person is actually would be a very good influence on kids. And and like plus the potion has been invented, which we, we, yeah. we know to be. What do you think helpful. those
0: conversations uh, uh, between Dumbledore and Snape are like? <laughs> Snape is just constantly being like Lupin is yeah. the worst. And- yeah.
1: I think in book 7 when we see Snape's memory I think there's one about Lupin and mm-hmm. Sirius but I could be wrong. I could, that could be way off. It's but very
0: yeah. interesting to me cuz also I mean we don't know this necessarily right now and especially the kids don't know this right now. Uh the Dumbledore Snape relationship and like like yeah. that that is uh yeah very interesting <laughs> to me.
1: Yeah. Yes. So like if you think for me, if I think about some of the sort of real patterns, real patterns of strength in J.H. Rowling's writing, like having interpersonal relationships not be influential on the story, but not always be known to us. Yeah. And so then we see later of, like, oh, Snape and Lupin know each other. (laughs) They know each other for 20 years. Yeah. And therefore, like, all that baggage is at play here. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, it's, like, Lucius and Mr. Weasley, and, like, yeah, there's just a lot. There's a lot like that. And so, yes, Dumbledore and Snape is a big one, Mm -hmm. obviously, Mm -hmm. where, like, we don't find out until very late in the game on purpose Whether or not Dumbledore is correct about Snape. Yep. So, and, you know, who knows if he's fully correct? Oh, yeah.
0: The other question I had was, so this is not about Dumbledore, but it was, so Lupin was, when he was talking about Snape, he said something, oh, I didn't write it down, but he said something where he was, oh, about being jealous of James. Hmm. And he said, probably because he was good at Quidditch, and my mind he was lied. like, he yeah, my mind was like, I, I was trying to uh, dissect the sentence to see like what the punctuation was like to be like, is there, is there meant that, that, to be yeah. something? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is there meant to be, there was the dot, dot, yeah. dot. Was dot. there? Is There was a dot, dot, dot. Yeah. There was, but it wasn't like he was stumbling over his words. It was sort of like, he just casually, or he just Impressive. kind of like said it. Right. um rather than stumbling to get to the oh he probably well you
1: know it lose. would make the story take a different turn and probably be a lot longer yeah for, like yeah. to get to the point well
0: Sirius like, is also in the background being like hurry up Lupin, yeah, exactly. i want to
1: kill him you know? stop talking about this <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah no it's a, yeah that's great that you found the dot 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 that's really useful mm-hmm. i think i had never thought about that yeah but obviously they know yeah yeah Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, good. A short chapter, but a well, lot happening. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, we're then, keeping with our theme of adults not fully telling the kids what's happening. So I mean, nobody tells
1: anybody everything. <laughs> and that is her. true. That is true. Yeah. Well, I
0: even said like uh, last night or whatever. Like I have so I have so many hey. direct conversations than like in these fantasy yes. worlds. Like even
1: Hermione are. didn't tell Ron and Harry. Yeah, that Lupin is a werewolf.
0: Well, I think that Hermione, as also Muggleborn, knows in her research probably how werewolves are viewed in the wizarding world. So she probably was. Well, it's one thing because Hermione's not necessarily gossipy either. She wouldn't be like, "Oh, hey."
1: Unless she thought it was important. I think this or what- yeah, yeah, else, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So I think there's multiple layers for why Hermione didn't. Uh, reveal but then she feels like she's responsible somehow for not saying something like oh I could have prevented this and it's like girl listen to the story the
1: same way that Lupin was like oh I should have told them should I have told Dumbledore that series is a a, a, it's an animagus yeah oh Oh, my gosh
0: gosh. (laughs) (laughs) well
1: until next time there you
0: have it until next time oh until next time one's ready